Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome back, Misfits. Welcome back to a new episode. Today, we're going to continue the conversation about the tabernacle. We're going to specifically talk about a room inside the tabernacle called the Holy of Holies and also talk about the veil, which is what separates the room we talked about last week, which was the holy place from the Holy of Holies. And if that was confusing, just keep listening and we'll explain it. (laughs) All right. So as glorious and elaborate as the tabernacle was, its most important room was known as the Holy of Holies. And fun fact, it almost contain no furniture very minimalist yes, so minimalist it was a dream minimalist vibe exactly yeah. when i was like researching this it just makes me think of us making space for god in our own lives and removing the clutter so just um you know being careful of what we listen to what we um read what we watch all these things and just making room for god in our lives and for god to just removing the clutter so we can hear god more clearly right what's in the room of our heart what's in the <laughs> that is so cheesy the more um, you know. <laughs> clean out your room. Marie Kondo your room, bro. <laughs> um, all right, so. I can't fold like that. I can't fold like that. Don't, don't <laughs> Does that in here. joy? All right, bring it back. Bring, bring it, back. it back. So this room only contained the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant is an ornate gold-plated wooden chest. The lid was known as the Mercy Seat, um, which is strange. It's where the presence sat. Yeah. So, so it's, the seat. it's the mercy seat. Yeah. So the ark housed. So the only thing that was inside, it housed the two tablets of the law given to Moses by God. And Exodus also mentions it had Aaron's rod and a pot of manna, which is what the Israelites were given as food by God when in the desert. But it's believed that these items were in the ark only when traveling and not something that was kept when it was set up. Remember that this was a portable setup, right? Because the tabernacle itself was a tent and it was portable and the ark was portable as well right so the ark was seen only by the high priest of the israelites on yom kippur which is the day of atonement the levites who we have talked about before who were the people that were responsible for maintaining the tabernacle um carried the ark with them during the hebrews wanderings in the wilderness so while the israelites were in the wilderness with moses and you know the whole the whole 40 year spiel the holy 40 year sentence that they were doing <laughs> the levites were basically carrying it around with them yes, right yeah. yes after the Israelites conquered Canaan, which is the promised land, the Ark was left at Shiloh, um, which is the ancient city of Palestine, now known as Palestine. Right. But on occasion, when the Israelites went into battle, they took it with them, which is interesting because it was basically, it just made me think of them taking God or God's presence with them into battle, right? Right. Yeah, which yeah. Is, is just really cool. Because I just imagine them like fighting or doing something and then looking back and like looking, yeah. looking at the tabernacle for like, I don't like, know, uh, hope can you or help us? Yeah, exactly. Can you step in? Can exactly. You so it's like a, a very physical representation of God. Like, help us. Yep. Um, and then finally, it was taken to Jerusalem by King David and then eventually placed in the temple by King Solomon who um, Solomon is King David's son and also teaching moment, also known as the wisest man to ever live. Right. He was a smart one. He was a smart one. Yeah. Okay, so next we're talking about the veil. The veil, also known as a curtain, um, it's what separated the holy place from the holy of holies inside of the tabernacle. It was one of the most ornate objects in the tabernacle. It was embroidered. It was made of fine linens and yarn. And it's what protected the throne or, you know, God's presence. Uh, Which is crazy because I know we mentioned a lot of different things that were in the tabernacle made of gold and very um, ornate objects. 
but just know how nice and how elaborate this veil right. was. Like, there's things covered in gold, but they're like, oh yeah, but this veil though. This veil is this like top nice. notch. Yeah, yeah, this is this is fancy. And this is one of the reasons. Uh, it was 60 feet tall, which is crazy. Four inches thick. Like, say what? Like, I don't. What? <laughs> um, it was held up by four pillars of acacia wood. And it was hung up by gold hooks and clasps. So I can't imagine this was a light thing either. Right. Like no. if it's four inches thick no. and it's embroidered and made of all this stuff. Yeah. Like that it is just, one heavy. For some reason it just makes me think of a really thick rug. <laughs> yeah. Like they hung a rug. Like this is thick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so that being said, it was uh, parted once a year uh, on the Day of Atonement by a high priest. Uh, and just to note, in the Old Testament, people could not be in the presence of God. Uh, of course, like we understand, like the sin is what separated us from God and being in his presence. So because the presence of God was like being manifested in the Holy of Holies, people couldn't like be in his presence, which is why the Bible talks a lot about how God manifests himself in, like angels. And then we hear about the burning bush with Moses. Like they couldn't like physically be in the presence of God. So this was like the way that they could right. uh, be like redeemed. Pre-Jesus. Yeah. So they were, there were very specific people who were appointed or allowed to go before his presence. And like we said, these were the priest and the Levite. And we bring this now, I think one of the most important things for us to do this episode is just to talk about how that now uh, translates to when Jesus came and then he became that sacrifice and he became the blood offering so in the in the tabernacle and the holy holies there was a shedding of blood and that was the atonement of sin which was a living sacrifice so now we understand jesus being the sinless son of god uh could serve as a final and satisfying sacrifice to pay for all of our sins so jesus christ was the completion of what was established before by god so everything that happened uh, before that was established like through the tabernacle and through this whole process is now being done through Christ. So when Christ, uh, when Jesus died on the cross, we uh, have read that the veil was torn in the temple and it was torn from top to bottom. Um, and that's just to show like no one but God could have done something like this. Like we mentioned, this thing was 60 feet tall and very thick. And so it just uh, was meant to show that this couldn't have been done by any right, person. Right, a human couldn't have done it. Right. Yes. And they needed a sign, and that was that sign to understand that it was God. And the tear uh, meant that by the death of Jesus, God had destroyed that barrier. We no longer had a barrier between um, between God and humanity, and we understand that only God could give that and have the authority to do that. Uh, the tearing of the veil also meant that now, as a follower of Christ, we can just go to God directly. Like there's no longer some kind of intervention or something that we need to do, another person that we need to go through. Um, right, which at that time it just looked like me talking to the priest and then the priest taking my sacrifice or my, my petition to God. So now I don't have to do that. I can just talk to God directly wherever right. I am. Yeah. And not just one time a year like they right. used to. This is like now that you accept Jesus, it's yes. anytime. You He's have... available 24-7. Exactly. <laughs> so we see that Jesus Christ being the high priest, now he's he has interceded for us. 
right? He has been the sacrifice. And through that sacrifice on the cross, there's no more barriers. Now we can be in his presence. We can dwell with him. We are his people. He can be with us. Um, and I think that's so significant how, what a difference, right? Like we see in the tabernacle and all these rules and all these like one day, yeah. one person. Specific people that have specific, specific responsibilities. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And now here we are knowing that um, Jesus has just laid his life and there is no more veil and now we can just be in his presence. Yeah, because so. even like how we talked about it last week where it was like the bread of the presence, remember? And then yes. the priest had to like bring out the new bread and then eat the old bread and then do the sacrifice and then eat part of the sacrifice mm-hmm. and then there was a lamp and he had to maintain the lamp and make and sure that- family had make to sure the, one and <laughs> Make know. sure the tent didn't burn down and the yes. incense and <laughs> like it was, it was complicated. Yeah, it was a lot of maintenance and it took a lot of people- Definitely. To maintain it all year round for this one day and this one sacrifice that like held everybody else's sins including that priest and there was so many rules about that priest too which you know we're not going to get into because it's a lot um but you know we kind of rely on this one person who is a man himself right uh carrying this um, and has kind of like one shot you know to mm-hmm. be able to do this and so now we see just like the whole miracle and blessing that it is that we don't have to do any of that mm-hmm. and jesus already did and he's like it's done you can come to me anytime you need yeah like no no waiting yeah and then i think one of the most significant things is that the tabernacle as we um talked about last week is that means dwelling place right yeah it's the dwelling place and now jesus or god right the presence of god no longer dwells in a place he just dwells in us in us yeah and um we well, could just wrap it up with that because that's just great. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you learned something about the tabernacle. Next week, we're going to continue the conversation about the tabernacle and talk specifically about the Ark of the Covenant. We're just going to get a little teachy and dive into that chest and um, the experience certain people had with it. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you learned something. And as always, this is Fran. This is Yavi. We are the Midtown Misfits, and we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.